and welcome to the Right Now Workshop Podcast. This is episode one, the very first teaching episode of the podcast. Yay! Totally so excited. Now, interestingly, I am actually recording this podcast near the end of 2017. So not only is it the beginning of a brand new podcast, it is almost the beginning of a brand new year. So what should I talk about for the very first podcast that is also the beginning of a new year. Well, one of the things that I'm quite excited about in a very, you know, I hate you kitty from all of my friends say I hate you kitty way is that I really like Mondays. I really like mornings. I really like January because every single one of them mean I have an opportunity to start over and I have a very big, uh, passionate feeling about the whole idea of being able to start the restart button. Now, there is one thing that I really want to help you with to hit the restart button right now, whenever and wherever you are, and particularly kind of great for a brand new year. So if you're listening in January or December (laughs) or some other time, this is what we are going to talk about. The best thing that you can do right now, but at any time, is to get your mind ready to start fresh. You want to have that feeling of positive energy, the, the idea that you can do this, you can do what you set, to, uh, set your mind to. So in this first teaching episode, I really want to encourage you to look back over the last year, whether it's a calendar year or 12 months from this moment, and I want to ask, I want you to ask yourself and answer what have you accomplished this year in your writing and your writing business? What goals did you miss the mark on? And what goals do you have in mind for the next 12 months? Now, depending on how you're feeling, these questions might actually make you a little bit depressed. And that's okay, but what I want you to do, if that's you right now, I want you to accept it, acknowledge it, and move on. Okay, are you ready? Because we are going to find ways to make ourselves feel much more positive and encouraged about what we're doing. And it's really, really good for our brains to understand what it is that we want to accomplish, what we're celebrating inside of our, uh, inside of our minds, but our brains will actually on the inside start creating neural pathways that give us what we say we want. It's a very interesting sciencey thing that I am kind of a neuroscience geek. And so for right this second, you can just trust me, your brain will start creating what you want it to as you say, yes, that's right. Think of it like when you're training a dog or um, I don't have kids, but if you had a little kid and you need to you know, teach them that you're not allowed to touch this and this is where your toys go and it's a whole lot of positive reinforcement, right? And sometimes we have to use negative reinforcement on ourselves and our kids and our dogs also, but what we really wanna focus on right this minute is positive reinforcement. So not only is this a new year, it's a new day, no matter what day it is, you can hit the restart button right now. If it's five o'clock in the evening, right this minute, you can just choose. I'm going to think about my writing life a little bit differently. I'm going to try to be more positive and look for ways that I am moving ahead on the path that I really want. Okay. Now, I'm going to, um, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I'm going to back up and I wanted to show you my very super cool shirt. If you're um, just listening on audio, I want you to know that I have this awesome shirt that I bought when we lived in New Zealand. We bought it from uh, Weto Workshop and it says, be creative and make cool stuff. 
I love this shirt. I love it because it makes me feel like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's why I'm here in this world to be creative and to make cool stuff. And for me, probably for you, if you're listening to this, one of the cool things that you like to do is you like to create stories, or maybe you like to write nonfiction books, or maybe you like to write songs. I don't know. That'd be totally cool. I've tried writing a few songs and uh, yeah, they should just stay in my head. Um, That is not where I think my gifts are, (laughs) though I have had fun just inside of my own head with that. But we tend to be creative people. We like to build things. We like to make things. And a lot of the things that we make if we're writers came out of nothing. You know, kind of like God created the world out of nothing, which is hard for us to understand as humans. Um, But that's what we're doing. We're creating stories and how-to books and memoirs. Well, okay, memoirs actually come from something. But fiction comes from nothing. Like, yes, you had an idea about something, but then you created something that didn't actually exist before. I find this really, really exciting and fascinating and interesting. And it's one of the things that helps me to stay positive, especially when I need it, because I'm not always positive, but it helps me to stay positive about my writing. Now, there are some tools that you can use. Now, um, this is what I want you to do as writers probably almost all of us have been given so many very cool looking blank journals by our friends or family members. People are like, oh, what should I get you for Christmas? Oh, you're a writer. I'll just buy you this cool blank book. And if you're at all like me, you have at least one empty one that is cool, but you don't know what to do with it because you've already tried to figure out what to do with, you know, the other three or four. I actually probably have at least four still blank journals because I get cool ones. And then I have to admit, uh, in addition to all of my other geeky things, I totally love office supply stores. Love them. And so I do have quite a few blank books that I've actually bought for myself. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm sure that I'll think of a reason for it. Now, um, I really should have um, gotten out my own journal so I could show you here on, on, the, uh, on the video portion of this. But anyway, find a blank journal. If you don't have one, amazingly enough, go buy one. Go buy a cool one, one that you think is um, neat looking or has an inspirational saying or is pretty, something that's going to make you want to write in it, okay? Now, I want you to open just to the inside part, you know, the, the, the first page after the cover, not necessarily the first line where all the blank lines are. And I want you to write my done journal at the top, done, D-O-N-E. You are going to start keeping track of everything that you've done. Now, this is going to give you a lot of benefits, which we'll talk about in the very near future here. But first, what I want you to do is write my done journal on that first page. And I want you to find one of your favorite inspirational quotes, whether it's from Stephen King's on writing, or it's a Bible verse, or it's something that your mother said to you, like, I know you'll be a famous writer someday mom, you know, anything that makes you feel good and makes you excited. I want you to write that on the inside part. Now, I want you to turn to page one, you know, the first page that actually has all those blank blank lines, unless you have a blank book that's literally blank. And I want you to write today's date and what you've accomplished today in your writing or your writing business. Now, I don't know what time of the day it is for you. I don't know what kind of a day that you're having, but the very least that you can write is listen to podcast on writing. There you go. You accomplished something today. Yay. Okay. Now I want you to find a sticky note 
or a scrap of paper, something that you can write on, and it's not something that you're going to keep forever. So it can be scrap paper or a sticky note. And I want you to write the most important thing that you need to get done in your writing business tomorrow. It might be write another chapter. It might be write anything on my book. (laughs) I totally understand that. I've had many, many of those days. Okay. Think then of the next two. If you got that thing done, what are the next two most important things that would be super awesome for you to accomplish tomorrow in your writing or your writing business? Now, if you are already well established in your writing business, you may have 15 things on your to-do list. The reason why I want you to do this is because you need to be focused on the most important thing that needs to be done tomorrow, okay? There are so many urgent things and there are so many supposedly urgent things that grab our attention and keep us from doing what we later look back and go, oh, I didn't do the important things though. Okay, so no matter what kind of a writing day you have, no matter where you are in your career, it's important that each night you write down the number one most important thing that you need to accomplish in your writing business tomorrow. And if tomorrow is the day that you take off, say it's a weekend or whatever, um, the most important thing that you do on the next writing day, whether it's Monday or whatever day that is for you, okay? Now, so you've got the most important thing you need to have done tomorrow written down, and then you've thought about it, and the t- next two, number, so it's number one, it's got to stay at the top, and if that's the only thing you get done tomorrow, you need to choose to be happy about that, that you got the most important thing done. That's huge, okay? Particularly if you've had bad days, you're getting nothing done, you understand this is huge. I want you to, I want you to acknowledge like you are doing good if you can get the first most important thing done, right? Okay, then you've got number two and number three. Those are going to happen once you get number one done. I know I am totally the same. Sometimes I start with number three, even though I said number one was the most important thing. So do your best. This is not a um, butt kicking contest, okay? I don't want you to kick yourself. I'm not going to kick you. I want to encourage you to think it through the night before so that you can be ready and just get into it the next day. Okay, because all of us have been at the place where we sit down and we're like, oh, okay, either I don't know what to do or I have 72 things on my to-do list. I don't know which one to do. But if you can be ready for that, for the moment you sit down, you know what you're supposed to do, you will feel like you have all this extra time in your day because you got the most important thing done and you still have some time left. And anything that you can do to make yourself feel better, feel more positive, it's going to give you more energy. This is really going to help. You probably know this, but just in case you don't, one of the things that I want to do is be your encourager. I want to be your cheerleader. Okay, so you've written down today's date. You've written down what you've accomplished today. Today, it, Maybe it's five things. That'd be awesome, right? Um, and, you know, what you write down and how you decide to write it down, these are things that... Um, over time, you may look back on and go, wow, that was really good information. Like almost every Monday, I get like six pages written. Maybe it's because, uh, you know, somebody's out of the house or something like that. But on Tuesdays, I almost never get anything written. You know, this would be really good planning information for you to have in the future. And that's one of the many things that you're going to find is super helpful about the Dunn Journal. Okay, so now you've written this stuff down. 
you've hopefully gotten a good night's sleep. Tomorrow morning you wake up and whatever time of the day it is that you start working on your writing business, you're going to do the first thing on your sticky note. Now, I have lots of lists, lots of to-do lists. I have one master list that is several pages long. It's everything I'm trying to remember that I want to get done at some point, but it's not the most important thing to do today yet. So you're going to do that most important thing first. And then you're going to be excited about it and you're going to write it down in your done journal and maybe you'll put a a sticker with a smiley face on it or you'll write a smiley face on it. Now, you know, we're creative people. Consider whether or not you want to write in your done journal in different colors of pens, different kinds of pens, use stickers, use colored highlighters. This is going to be not only a, um, a listing of what you've accomplished, but I want you to think about it as a celebration of everything that you've done to move your your career forward in the way that you want it to be. Okay, so if you get the first thing done, you're going to work on number two, work on number three, and then tomorrow night, what are you going to do? You've written everything that you've accomplished now for the whole day in your done journal. It might be one thing. It might be seven things. That'd be great. And then you're going to write on a new sticky note, not the old one, not even if it still has the same stuff written on it that that you had for today. You're going to write on a new sticky note, the most important thing to do on this next tomorrow, okay? And then number two and number three. You're gonna set that out so that the next day you're starting this again. Now, at the end of the year, you are not only going to have proof that you are actually doing business, it's not a hobby for the tax people wherever you live, but you're also gonna be able to look back over the last weeks and months in the last year and see how much you've accomplished. Because I guarantee you, if you read or skim every page of a year of doing this, you will be thinking, wow, look what I did. Like it didn't feel like I got that much done. I felt kind of bad about it. I was beating myself up. We particularly, you know, in America, we have so many holidays at the end of the year. So many um, time-consuming holidays at the end of the year. And depending on where you live and what sorts of things that you're celebrating, the end of the year might be a really difficult time for you. Um, Also, it's a difficult time for for people who are um, feeling the loss of loved ones in their lives or just feeling like life is not going well. So this done journal, the whole idea, I mean, one of the many but really important ideas is that it is going to help you see that you accomplished more than you thought you did. It might even help you to start believing that you can accomplish more than you currently think you can. And that is super duper exciting. Now, I want to tell you a personal story about how this really helped me. So several years ago, I was on this writing retreat. It was March. I was super excited because I was like two thirds or three quarters of the way done with my second superhero book. I write superhero romantic comedies slash slightly inspirational a little bit uh, books for mostly women, but um, there are some men who like it. But I, I tend to say I write superhero books for women because um, they have a lot of um, they have a lot of mushy love stuff as well as action and adventure and fighting and stuff. Okay, so I'm two-thirds or three-quarters of the way through book two. I'm feeling awesome. I'm so excited. I've got this whole week. I think it was like um, maybe a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I still had like more than half of a week left at my writing retreat. And I got up in the morning totally on fire to like the next, you know, a whole nother day of writing four or five or 10,000 words, all very good. And then I get a phone call. It's like 
7, 7.15 in the morning from my husband telling me that he is lying on the pavement, that he's been hit by a truck on his motorcycle. Bad day. Worst day of my life. I just had to keep telling myself as I drove, can you imagine feeling this way? And now you have to drive two hours. So I'm driving, thanking God he's alive enough that he called me. Like he must be okay enough, right? And, you know, just don't freak out. You can't be the next person in the car accident. You've got to focus on driving. You can't let this like get into your head until you get to the hospital and then you can freak out if you want to. Uh, God is good, and I actually um, was able to not freak out for several days because, I don't know, I just, uh, probably supernatural strength, you know, given to me to help John to be cool, and then then I started freaking out, like, oh my gosh, you could have died, which would be horrible uh, on so many levels. Um, so, as you can imagine, I did not get anything else done that week or that month. And in fact, it was months of me helping him to bathe and get fed and get to doctor's appointments. And I had to do everything. He couldn't fit in our little tiny car with his big cast. Uh, it took him forever to be able to get up and down stairs. And we lived in the second floor apartment with no elevator. So, uh, it was a bad time. It was a really bad time for us. Um, let me say, sorry, it was a very difficult time for us. There was still, you know, I'm sorry, but there's almost always a lot of blessings that you can find if you stop and think about it. And once again, that's why a done journal, even in your own life, is such a great thing. Because if you can remember to record the good parts, then you cannot be completely focused on the bad parts. So I get to the end of a year, I feel like, I got nothing done. Like I got great stuff done for the first two and a half months and then it felt like nothing. But I had been recording what little I had done over, you know, those other nine months. And I get to the end of the year and I'm looking back and I'm like, whoa, I actually managed to finish the audio book that I was working on when when John was in the accident. And we managed to finish the second audiobook that we had planned to do. When I say we, I'm talking about my narrator, that we had planned to do in December of that year. We managed to get them both out on time. Uh, I can't remember the other things that, that got done, but I remember thinking, I got a lot done. Like, obviously, I would have gotten tons more done if um, my life hadn't been interrupted. But having everything written down that I had accomplished made me feel like, okay, if I can get these things done, even in the worst time of my life when I have the least amount of time I've ever had to spend on my writing and my writing business, next year is going to be a much better year. So anything that you can do to encourage yourself and to help your brain see that you can get more done than you think and that you have, in fact, gotten more done than you think, this is really, really good for your emotional health and your uh, your ability and, and feelings about planning forward and stuff. Sometimes people like think, I, I don't ever accomplish my goals, so I'm just going to stop having goals and stop planning. I'm just going to do what comes to my hand on the day. You know what? Sometimes you just have to you just have to have that in your head and in your life for a little while. But then you have to start coming out of it and asking yourself, okay, what could I do that's a little bit more planned so I could get a little bit more done? 
I want to help you to feel better about what you are accomplishing. I want you to get excited again about what you could be doing over the next month and the next six months and the next year. And I want you to um, start noticing how you can figure out really important things like how long does it take me to write a book or to edit a book or to post or blog, uh, like post a blog or post on social media. How long do I spend doing all the things that have to do with publishing my book, if you're self-publishing? How long do I spend doing marketing tasks? How long does it actually take me to set up a Facebook ad when I, you know, depending on how much I am comfortable with, maybe you're learning something new. How long does it take you at first? How much time does it take you later when you figured it out a little bit more? How much time does it take you to um, monitor your business activities, to track your income and expenses, to um, do whatever accounting that you do, whether you use a software program or, or something else? Um, you can keep track of your income and expenses right there in the done journal if you like, and it will make planning the future so much easier. For instance, if you decide that you're going to track your income and expenses in some sort of notation inside the Dunn Journal, you'll be able to look back. Now, I tend to be tactile. I like to touch things. I want things in my hand. And so I really like the idea of having this on paper rather than on a computer. Though if you're you know, not a tactile person and you're totally happy to have it on a computer, you can do that. But um, when you're able to look back over a section of time, particularly say from the very moment that you pen the first word of a new book all the way through until you've hit publish and say at least a month of marketing, if you can figure out how much time all of that takes you, and how much money you spent at all the little pieces along the way, you know, the editing piece, the cover piece, the formatting piece. Uh, maybe sometimes you're buying a piece of software this year that you'll use for the next two or three years. Then you'll be able to create a production budget for each book. You'll know in advance how much money you need to have available to you. And then it'll help you to make better decisions when you have some other sort of opportunity provide uh, to come up. Um, you can also predict uh, predict how much time it's going to take you and create a production schedule. Then you'll have a better idea of how many books can you get out in a year or how many short stories or how long does this part or this part take you. Um, if you decide, oh, you know, my family and I were thinking about doing this once in a lifetime trip that's going to be four weeks in August, but that just seems like an awful lot of time away from my business. You can actually plan your production schedule around that. You can plan it around any part of your life life so that you continue to have a very whole and um, full life in addition to a whole and full writing life and writing career. Okay, and finally, it's super important to celebrate your successes. Now, if it takes you seven years to write and publish your first book, and that is totally not abnormal, you can't really wait seven years to celebrate all this work that you've done. You've been working for seven years. Who can wait seven years for a compliment or for a well done or at a girl? <laughs> um, no, I don't want you to do that. I do want you to celebrate when you get it out. 
but you need to learn how to look for other things that you can celebrate, whether it's just having a, a friend or a spouse or a child um, who you tell them, hey, today I got 2,000 words done. And they're like, great, high five. Um, you know, that is enough. That's celebrating. Um, if you get to the point where it's like, I got my first rough draft done. Yay, high five, let's go out to dinner, you know? Um, so look for all the places where you're like, you know what, this is this is an accomplishment. Either it's the first time I've done it, or it's the 10th time I've done it, or this is the first time I've done it this well, or the first time I've done it this fast. For instance, um, right at the moment of this recording, I am training for a half marathon. And so every week I have to run a mile further than the last week. And this morning I woke up thinking, oh my God, gosh, I just don't know if I can run nine miles. Maybe I should just pull out and not do this race. I only have four weeks left and I just don't know if I can do it. You know, I've got all this writing career stuff that I really have to do. I've got deadlines. I don't think I can take out as much time as it takes me to run and do a tiny bit of strength training. And But you know what? I got back from that nine miles today and I looked in my runner's done journal, my running journal, and I saw that I had run these nine miles a minute faster than two weeks ago. And I was like, dude, I rock. I am so awesome. And I'm absolutely going to run that race in four weeks. So this is how I want you to feel about your writing. I want you to say, I rock. I'm cool. I love this. And you need to have all these bursts of positive energy because it'll get th you through the times when you're feeling down or negative or just having a cold is bad enough. All right, so you're going to um, you're going to change your brain to start looking at positive things, looking for successes, and keeping track of the things that you do so that you have a better idea of how you can plan how much you can get done in the near and far future. That's it for today. That's our first teaching segment. I really hope it's going to help you. Go find one of your blank journals, one of the many that your friends or family have given you, or go buy a super cool one and get started. Okay, now I want you to come to the Facebook group, the Right Now Workshop Facebook group, and I want you to tell me you did this because this is important. I want to encourage you. I want to be your cheerleader. I want you to tell me in a month, like, this is how much I've gotten done, and it's way more than I thought. Or if you look back and you think it's way less than I expected, then I can help you to say, that's okay. What can we learn from it? What happened that you thought was going to happen differently? How can we plan around it? You can do this. And this done journal is going to help you. Remember, you could be the person who writes a book and changes the world. <laughs> 